Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to The Art of Kindness, where we have compassionate conversations with artists from all areas of the entertainment industry who are using their voice to spread joy and make this big spinning planet in the sky a better place to be. I'm Robert Peter Paul, and I'm so glad you're here. Hello, friends. I hope you're having a great August. Uh, August is like the Sunday of summer, right? And I have the Sunday scaries and I don't want summer to end. Ah! Except I do. You know why? Because fall. <laughs> Spooky season. <laughs> it's my favorite. So I think I told you a few episodes back that I had the privilege of moderating at the Women in Entertainment Summit in LA this year. Women in Entertainment is a wonderful nonprofit that aims to assist women across the country working in and aspiring to work in the entertainment industry. One of the conversations I moderated was the young adult panel, which featured today's guest, Chandler Kitty. I really cannot say enough kind words about her. Born in Sacramento, California, Chandler began performing at the age of three. Starting out as a dancer, her love for the arts grew as she got older. As an actor, Chandler has been seen in Fox's Lethal Weapon, FX's American Horror Story Asylum, The CW's 90210, Disney's Girl Meets World, Girl Meets World, sorry, not really though, and more. Hollywood has been buzzing about Chandler for her two most recent projects. The first is for her role as Willa, the fierce and protective leader of the werewolves in Zombies 2 and Zombies 3. Secondly, Chandler currently stars as Tabitha Hawthorne in HBO Max's hit series, Pretty Little Liars, Original Sin. Creepy. But seriously, I can't stop watching the show. It's so good. And it's no secret that Chandler is kind. Huh? Huh? See what I did there? Chandler also uses her bright light to give back, starting her own nonprofit called Chandler's Friends in 2014. Chandler's Friends partners with local organizations and elementary schools in various creative initiatives to serve children in need in the greater Los Angeles community. It was so good to see her. We honestly had the best time, so get ready to party! This is such a fun episode, and I cannot wait for you to hear it. As always, please stay tuned afterward for your kindness tip of the week. And please follow us on Instagram at Art of Kindness Pod or at Rob Peter Paul so we can stay in touch all day, every day! Also, tell your friends about the podcast and get everybody to subscribe. That would be awesome. I would really appreciate it from the bottom of my Nutella-covered heart. Now, without further ado, please enjoy the kind Chandler Kinney. Hi! Chandler! Hello! Hello, she's here, yes! How are you? Happy guest! 
I know it's been so long, right? Yeah, it's weird. It feels like it's been a lifetime. And it also mm-hmm. feels like simultaneously like it's been a week or two. <laughs> it's, I know. Social construct. It's very weird. <laughs> oh, I know. Especially after the pandemic. I'm like, I don't even know what day it is. I don't know what's right? going on. Yeah. I just I just open up my calendar every day and I'm like, what's on the agenda for today? And that's what I go by. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've had quite a bit happen since the last time I saw you. So there's yeah. a lot to unpack. <laughs> just some casual things happening here and there. <laughs> you look great again. You're killing it. You're just putting great vibes out there. I want to say just for our listeners that don't know, we had the good fortune of meeting at the Women in Entertainment Summit in LA. And I got to say, I was just immediately struck by how graceful and kind you are. You know, we we had that pre-call at like 9 a.m. or something, waking up, and you never know what to expect with these things. And your energy was just so amazing. And I mean, the way you even stayed after our conversation and talked with attendees and gave them advice and just listened, I just was really impressed by you. So thank you for being yourself. Well, thank you. First, that is that was so kind and lovely. Um, but I have to thank you for being so, so sweet and warm and welcoming. It was early. Um, it was before anybody else's coffee, but you were up and ready to go. And you brought like your energy was electric. And that was even oh. like virtual. And I just remember we were cracking up. You came full force with the jokes and the the awesome energy. And so uh, <laughs> thank you. Cause oh. truly you, that was wonderful. And you're I wonderful. was jet lagged. Oh, you're wonderful. I was probably cracked out and jet lagged and they were thinking <laughs> we got to cancel this. We got to get somebody else in here. But no, I appreciate that. And I feel like I could spend this entire time just complimenting you because I've been watching Pretty Little Liars and I'm addicted to it and you're so good. But you know, we have to get into the interview. So I would love to know just to start out, how are you generally at receiving compliments? You know, when people say these things to you, what do you, what do you feel? I think it's been a bit of a journey for me with that. I used to be great at it, I would say. And then I think maybe your teenage years, you know, you start to be exposed to the not so great sides of the world and yeah. um, and maybe some people that are not as sincere as as you think they are. And, and then you start second guessing, you know, what, what people are saying to you. Um, but I, I do. So it's been a bit of like one of these are, I don't know if I just did a hand motion. Um, it was very, it was very graceful. It, thank you. She was flexing her dance training, honestly. And you know, it's fine no if you want to embarrass me. <laughs> um, you know, I used to be really great at receiving compliments and then I think it took a little bit of a dip, but, um, but it is something that I'm, I'm putting intentional, uh, focus on now in, Uh, And trusting that, you know, if someone's saying something nice about you, uh, believe them, you know, there's already so much out in the world uh, and and people that may try to bring you down. I think there are so many wonderful people uh, that do do wonderful things on a daily basis. And um, it's, it's definitely a daily reminder to believe in the good, you know. I love that. Believe in the good, because I think someone can say something nasty to you and that's what sticks into your head. You know, you can get a hundred compliments in a week. And if there's just one mean thing, that's what sticks around. And why can't we reverse that? I literally was just talking about this with someone, uh, maybe my mom, actually. (laughs) Who is so lovely, by the way. I got to meet her too. Thank you. She loves you. Um, Yeah, we were just talking about, um, you know, I think social media plays such a large role in this, Um, you know. Uh, Pretty Little Liars original sin just came out, which I'm super, super, super stoked about. And the response has been overwhelmingly positive. Uh, but every once in a while, you know, I'll 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 see a negative comment about either me or the show, et cetera. And as you said, you can have, you know, a hundred positive comments, but just one, you know, carries such a weight and it sticks with you. And I think that's just, you know, I think that's just because negativity does have this weight to it. Um, yeah. And, but I, I do have to contextualize uh, the situation and remind myself there's so much more good than there is bad. Mm. Yeah, I totally agree. These people get to us, I think too, because we know they're hurting subconsciously maybe mm-hmm. because a lot of the time when you're releasing negative energy at other people, it's because you're hurt. And they, you know, the second you address a negative comment, a lot of the times they just run and hide or delete their account or whatever it is. 
because they're not expecting that attention. So it is sad at the end of the day, but we gotta, we're gonna figure out how to turn this around here today. Mm -hmm. Believe in the good. Believe in the good. (laughs) I'm gonna put that on a t-shirt. I'm gonna put that on my wall. I'm gonna tape it to my face. Uh I'm gonna write it on my forehead. (laughs) I'm gonna write it on my, I've always wanted to write book on my forehead for Halloween and be Facebook. I don't know why it's like, (laughs) it's a weird dream of mine. (laughs) You have to, you have to. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> I, see, if I was an extra in the Halloween party scene that I, I just saw for Pretty Little Liars, I probably would have stolen the show. Like, it probably would have been too much. No, but, I think that would have been just right. <laughs> okay. But, you know, we are here today, not to get off track, to talk about kindness through the arts and, and through the lens of your career. So mm-hmm. I would love to know for you, what does kindness mean? Hmm. That is a broad question. <laughs> I know it's well, the I, thing is, it means something different for everybody. So it's totally, kind of a, yeah. To me, I think kindness is um, compassion and empathy and, and, and generosity. You know, I think those are things that you can never have enough of. Um, kindness really is, is being considerate of others and, and maybe where they're coming from. Um, I mentioned empathy, you know, I think putting yourself in the shoes of another to see their perspective that I think not only is that kindness, but it also aids in, in, um, creating, uh, an environment of kindness. You know, I think kindness is also an energy, you know, it's almost like a frequency of, of being and, or a state of being. And, uh, it's so much, easier I think when you're surrounded by that that good energy you know like I just jumped on this call with you and and you're so kind and lovely and now I feel like oh. I want to go be kind you know to everyone <laughs> around me so kindness go do it <laughs> yeah <laughs> everyone together <laughs> everyone buy someone coffee you know, right I don't know. I'm having um, no but truly like kindness is yeah. contagious you just said buy someone coffee that reminds me of one of my my favorite examples of kindness um it, you know, every once in a while, if I go through Starbucks and someone starts like a, a chain of uh, buying the person behind you your their drink, and then you don't want to be the one to break the chain, you know. Wow. And so it's, I think you know, kindness is contagious in that way, and and you know, it does inspire other people to to bring kindness into other people's lives too. Yeah, totally. And it really doesn't take much, you know, it doesn't take much mm-hmm. energy to be kind. And the joke is, the gag is, as Kiki Palmer would say, you get, you get stuff <laughs> back, you know, you get that energy back. And so for you, you know, just meeting you and also meeting your mom that day, I feel like you must have learned kindness from her and from your parents, at least yeah. growing up. Do you feel like when you were growing up in, in California, it was just something you observed, I guess, in your household? Yes, I would say so. Uh, and I'm very lucky to have um such a such an amazing upbringing and that kindness i think was always uh at the center of of everything that my family did i was very lucky to have like my mom who you met she's a, a very very kind woman and um <laughs> she she really not only did she trust me from a very young age um but she she believed in me and I think that's also a very uh, beautiful form of of kindness. And uh, she let me pursue the things that I love to do, uh, which was dance and acting and entertaining and performing. And so I started dancing at the age of three. And that's because she she believes enough in me to to let me pursue that, you know. Mm. At the Debbie Allen Dance Academy, is that is that where you started? Oh, someone's done their research. Well, I just wanted to throw in a little bit of a flex. <laughs> yes. Yes, I did uh I did competitive dancing for the first couple of years and then I moved to to Debbie Allen Dance Academy. I think when I was about maybe 7 or 8. Um and Let me check my notes. Really... Yeah, I think it was yeah, it was yeah. 7, maybe 7. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like who's counting? Um yeah, but then it would just kind of snowballed after there. Yeah. Know? And she's so iconic. Did you get to work with Debbie cuz I I know you were then cast I think in her musical in Atlanta. Did you get to yeah. kind of like work closely with her and learn anything from her? Yes. I mean, it, it was incredible uh, that whole experience at at the academy. She loves to do these grand performances and uh, productions and which was amazing for me because it was my first 
exposure really to to live performance um, in a non-competitive space. Mm. And uh, and I really there was something about uh, that energy of having the audience right there in person, um, you know, experiencing everything real time with you. There's something so electric about that. And um, and so I really fell in love with it. I did, yes, she cast me in in several of her productions, uh, the, the biggest one being Twist, which was three months uh in Atlanta. I don't even remember how old I was. Maybe you do, but I was uh. pretty young. Yeah, check the notes. I don't even know. Um, I was, I think I was maybe 11 at that point. Um but it was, I really, through that experience, uh, not only just that production, but just day to day, you know, at the Academy, I learned discipline, yeah. you know, um, that was, that's the number one thing that I learned uh, through my experience working with Debbie Allen. She, she's wonderful in, um, and having personalized experiences with, with all of her students. Um, and I really felt seen by her. And uh, I, and I felt, I learned discipline at a very young age, which really lent itself well to my career because uh because this industry is not always easy and you definitely need some no <laughs> no and there's I mean right before we did this I have a self-tape and I'm sitting there trying to memorize my lines and it takes discipline to actually sit down and study and not get up and get a snack and then distract yourself by oh I'm gonna read this book I've never read you know picking up your phone whatever it is that's important Totally. It's, it's discipline, it's focus, um, and it's stamina, you know, uh, it's definitely, it, it takes that drive to keep you going. And so I, I definitely credit her for that. So do you feel like that's so interesting coming from the competitive dance world? Do you think that competitive mindset was something you've had to shed or do you feel like it's kind of helped no. you? <laughs> okay. okay. I'm a very naturally competitive person. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it, I, no, I think I was pretty naturally competitive um, from a very young age. And I think that was just, uh, I think, perpetuated by the environment that I was in at a very young age. Uh, but I think it truly has uh, helped me in in my career overall, because it, it, it's that drive and that tenacity uh, that I those are qualities that I do really love about myself. We're, we're, this is all about positivity. And so I'm going to give myself yeah. a little compliment and I'm going to take it well. Yes. <laughs> um, I am a very tenacious person. Um, and when I have my eyes set on something, I will do whatever it takes to get to it. I like that. She kept a smile on. You didn't deny <laughs> it. You didn't give yourself a compliment and say, no, like, shut up. No, I, I took the compliment. <laughs> I'm glad. All right. Well, there's so much I could ask you about, but I feel like we got to flash way forward to mm -hmm. your two most recent projects because you just had an epic July. I mean, you had Zombies 3 and then the new Pretty Little Liars Original Sin, which everyone needs to go binge watch right now. Between these two, I guess, first of all, what does it mean for you to be a part of young adult entertainment that is not only female driven, but allows viewers to feel seen in so many different ways. It's incredible. Uh, I, it's the kind of story that I've always, uh, A, been drawn to as a consumer of media and, and B, as an artist, uh, have has always wanted to be a part of, you know, and, and to tell myself. And uh, we had such an create, such an amazing, incredible creative team Again, yes, female driven and led. Uh, I've never worked with so many women in my entire life, which says something. I think about our industry, you know, yeah. I think that uh, it's specifically these stories that we're telling um, on, on our show. I think, you know, our show is it's horror based. Uh, it exists in that genre. And that's a genre that typically focuses um and and centralizes the the male perspective and the male gaze and um and this show completely inverts that uh which is and it does it the right way in which not only are you seeing these strong intelligent women on screen but uh but there are just as many if not more strong intelligent women behind the scenes. Uh, and so uh, to me, that's meaningful representation. Uh, we dive into these stories in a very intimate, direct way. And um, everything is just done to just the, a very high level of attention to detail and, um, and care. And I think that's 
what it what it means to to work with a, a strong group of women and i'm just so grateful to be a part of it yeah and your character's integral to that i would say because mm -hmm. she's a huge movie buff and she's literally reshooting psycho for a school project to be in the female gaze not the male gaze which i thought was so such a cool meta twist because the whole show is like you're saying in the female gaze so it, it's it's so interesting. I like that. I'm going to pocket that. It's a meta twist. It totally is. It's a meta I've, twist. I've always described it um, kind of as as Tabby. You know, she, for for anybody listening who hasn't seen the show, A, uh, it's on HBO Max and you should watch it. Yeah, and B, and <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tabby is, she's the biggest cinephile. She has a film reference for literally everything. Um, and, and she is... Uh, an activist and a feminist and but that's not all she is but it absolutely presents itself in the work that she tackles specifically through uh, film which is her greatest love and passion and um, and as Rob mentioned there's a great um, a great sequence in I think it's in episodes four and five where she uh, completely inverts the, the male gaze um, by changing the power dynamics of the iconic uh, shower scene in Psycho, uh, where Marion Crane becomes the murderer and Norman Bates is the the vulnerable victim. And uh, and I've always kind of described her film projects that tackle directly uh, or tackle just that um, as a microcosm as, of what Pretty Little Liars Original Sin is and what it does, uh, which is, you know, centers these amazing women uh, in the story. So, but I like meta twist too. I'm going to use that. The meta twist, <laughs> not to be confused with the metaverse, which freaks me out. I don't even know what that is, but. Oh, that's a different podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're we're going to keep that over there. Or the meta twist, which could be the sequel to Twist, your Debbie Allen musical. I don't know. There's a lot hey, of. There's gonna... lot of... Ah, we're going to twist. <laughs> I'm going to twist away. I'm going to twist away. No, I, I think it's really cool too, because then the final result isn't that she has this empowering moment and gets the project done. It shows her struggle even still because another really kind of complex painting of characters in the show is that the men in the show, while they're not the focus, aren't just painted as the villains. I mean, there's a whole spectrum of men, just like there is in real life. And mm -hmm. Carson Rowland's character is like, he cares about you so much, but he, he messes up. And you guys have this like honest moment, which I think is, is super cool. So I, I loved and I appreciated that. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I did want to know, and I know you've talked about it a little bit, you've said that your audition process was one of the most lovely audition processes that yeah. you've ever had. Can you kind of like take us through that and even maybe like the moment you, you found out from when you got the sides to then? Totally. I remember when I received the script, I was immediately uh intrigued and and already invested in in the story that it was telling um i think it was so apparent from from the pilot from the first couple of pages of the pilot that uh this was going to be a women-led story and um and and that these women are so multi-dimensional and um, and and layered and have these really important stories to tell. Uh, I don't think 
I don't think a male speaks in the first like 20 minutes of the, That's of good. the pilot. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you know, men have had their time. Women can speak for like 20 minutes. Just give us 20 minutes. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> they should. Yeah. <laughs> But the the audition process was so, so lovely. If we're talking about incredible men, uh, we have to talk about Roberto, who um, who is our uh, co-creator and showrunner of Original Sin, along with Lindsay, who is uh, such a force. And uh, my audition process with them was so lovely. They were immediately incredibly warm and welcoming and kind, um, and kind in that they were uh, generous with allowing me to show them my interpretation of of Tabby and and what I could bring to her story and, and her world and, um, and, and just very receptive to that. And so I remember saying to them, I don't know who's going to get this role, but I just have to say that this has been such a lovely process with you guys. Um, they, they were just not only um, such incredible creatives, but incredible people as well. And I remember when I booked it, I was in Toronto actually filming Zombies 3 at the time. Ah. And uh, I this is just a fun, cute little story. We were between setups of a scene. I got the call. It's my manager. I'm like, okay, this is either the yes or the no. And it was the yes. And <laughs> um, I remember I ran back. I like had to get back into the headspace because I play like a fierce werewolf. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and so we finished the scene and then the rest of the shoot for that night got canceled because it was like pouring rain outside. And mm. so me and some of the other casts, we played spike ball, which is such a fun game um, yes. out in the rain. And, and then I stayed up all night watching SpongeBob. <laughs> As you should. What a celebration, honestly. He yeah, lives in a pineapple epic. under the sea and you now live in Millwood. Yes, Millwood. There we go. I almost said it, Rosewood. <laughs> Just a couple of towns over. <laughs> Although you guys are going to Rosewood by the we time this airs, we are going to will Rosewood. Have, you will have been there, I think, by the time this airs, because on Friday. What, yes. What, yeah. Was that wild? Because I know you were a fan of the original show. It was pretty freaky cool. Like, I was a fan of the original show. I watched it in middle school and was obsessed. It was my introduction to the YA space, and so <laughs> getting to visit Rosewood and and um, just be in that that space it was it was I was honored honestly <laughs> did Lucy Hale pop out is Lucy Hale a is she under that mask <laughs> or is she I... gonna play, play B <laughs> I, yeah <laughs> is she B obviously um, I can't answer any question like that I but know. I will say that you know, this is the PLL cinematic universe, baby. So, you know, we're all in the same world. So as a, you know, as you said, we're popping over to Rosewood, you know. Yeah, it's like the MCU. Yep, <laughs> exactly. That's so exciting. So you were a fan of the show. You booked a role. You're already successful in your own right and have a fan base and people love you. But how, do you ever struggle with imposter syndrome? Like you're on the set of the Pretty Little Liars reboot. Yes. Was Did that ever creep in? Literally, this is so funny that we're having this conversation because I had this conversation with my mom also, like just yesterday. <laughs> I feel before. like I'm basically your mom. You're basically <laughs> my mom. Um, So I'm going to just address you as such for the rest okay. of the Okay. <laughs> yeah. So mom, yeah, basically. <laughs> um, Yes. Yes, I, I, I do struggle with imposter sy syndrome. I, I think it's, you know, I've, I was a very ambitious young child, um, very expressive and energetic and ambitious and had big, big dreams. And so having that and now living out those dreams today, years, years later, it feels, it feels like a dream. You know, it, it's sometimes difficult to believe and, and then therefore it's, it's difficult to believe that you earned it, you know, or that you deserve it. Um, and so that's definitely something that I struggle with and and try to confront because it does creep into little moments. Um, even when I least, least expect it, you know? Yeah. And, um, but I, I always try to remind myself I am here for a reason. I think we're all where we are, you know, for a reason. And there's definitely a journey there. And even if you don't like where you are in the moment, there's so much more ahead for you. Um, and that's something that I always try to remind myself too. Mm. 
Thank you. I feel like I needed to hear that today. So thank yeah. you. I'm going to rewind that and play that again and again. <laughs> Just have that for on repeat because I, I need to tell myself that <laughs> uh, often. Do you have anything you do on set to get you out of a funk or even just like self-care things you'll do on these long days where you feel like maybe the confidence is waning and there, there's mm -hmm. a lot more to do? I think really leaning on on friends is helpful. You know, I try to, I'm a very extroverted, extroverted person. So I'm just extra. So I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> you're extra. I'm extroverted. You're verted. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, for me, like being such an extrovert, it's really difficult sometimes to find, uh, that, that validation within myself, you know, it's, it's something that I can sometimes seek for in other people. And, um, it's always a reminder for myself, uh, that I can and am absolutely capable of of giving myself that love and that care as you said you know it's it's self-care and that can look like a face mask it can also look like a cupcake um it can look <laughs> like you know uh setting aside time for yourself to read or to meditate or to just be present with yourself i've been writing more which helps me um you know get some of my my intrusive thoughts out on paper because then mm -hmm. i'm like okay I, I look at that i'm like wait did I think that? Because <laughs> that's great, <laughs> you know. Um, so yeah, so so many different coping, you know, techniques uh, that I've that I've used, especially while on set, uh, especially being away from from friends and family. Uh, mm. Even though you know they're just a call away, sometimes it's it's tough, you know. So yeah, it's been a journey of of finding that within myself and knowing that uh, the light doesn't always have to come from outside; it can come from within. That's so beautiful. Just you saying that is, is going to help listeners. It's going to help people. So I appreciate you sharing that because even just calling a friend when you're in a funk or texting somebody and having like the awareness to realize that you're in that funk is so important. So mm -hmm. I love that you, you do that and you shared that. I would also love to know, you know, while you were on the set of Pretty Little Liars, do any stories about acts of kindness come to mind? Like any behind the scenes Ooh. times where you feel like someone did something really kind for you while, while you guys were filming? Yeah. Uh, yes. So many. I'm thinking of uh, one in particular. I mean, I, I think of, I think of our leaders, you know, like Lindsay, who's one of the showrunners, she would always make time for us uh, to have conversations, um, to make sure that she was an accessible resource, which I think is extremely crucial uh, with, with a show that tackles such dark topics you know and often can be triggering and and um and 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 even traumatic you know and so i think having her as a resource and knowing that she was always there for us and making herself available was uh, such a simple act of kindness you know it's it's as we were talking about before i think i believe that kindness can be you know a state of being and uh and just her presence um, really was was an act of kindness in and of itself, you know, having her around and, and having her guidance. I also think of Lisa Soper, who was one of the directors. She directed, I think, five out of the 10 episodes in our first season. Oh, wow. And yeah, she's incredible. And um, just have to sing her praises. Yeah, she we have to credit so much of the the style and aesthetic of the show I think so much of that credit goes to her because not only is she a fantastic director but she's also a wonderful production designer and so she was very um intimately involved in in creating those worlds as well um but she you know specifically I'll, I'll say for Tabby she is dealing with uh, a trauma and and kind of uncovering and peeling back those layers throughout the course of the season and there were definitely uh, very, you know, sensitive scenes to film. And there were, I remember those times um, where she would literally, if I was, if I was on the ground, she would literally sit on the ground with me and be there with me. And so I think that's kind of what I'm, what I'm talking about, about presence and, and being present with someone. I think those moments really, um, 
shine through. And, and, uh, and those are the ones that really stick for me. You know, it's, it doesn't always have to be those big flashy moments. Like, you know, they got us an ice cream truck. You know, that's, yeah. that's a great act of kindness. I and mean... I love ice cream. <laughs> um, but, but really, but what really sticks with me is, is those moments of, of being present, of, of making yourself accessible and available, um, emotionally and, um, and just being with someone. Yeah. I think what I took from that is instead of giving presents, we should be present because I think a lot of the times our mind goes to, oh, they're having a bad day. I should get their favorite candy. I should buy them dinner. But sometimes just sitting with the person is the best gift of all. So I'm glad you had that. And, ooh, you can hear my dog. (laughs) Cameo, hey. (laughs) Cameo, hey. (laughs) Hey, mom. (laughs) I just have to quickly add to that, um, that, you know, that is something that anyone can do. You know what I mean? That is, you don't need anything else for that. You don't have to go to the store. You don't have to spend money. Um, just giving, you know, your presence is is sometimes more than enough, you know, mm. oftentimes more than enough. It costs nothing. Mm-hmm. And I love too that you, you touched on, you know, Tabby and all the characters, their storylines. I, I think I didn't even realize it until you just said it because it's so wonderfully done are so complex and it's not like we're meeting these people in episode one and seeing a caricature of who they are mm-hmm. it's kind of like your the other mystery is figuring out what happened to them and why they are the way they are so i think that's really really exciting another exciting thing that i did want to mention and a gift that you've given us is that you are so kind in many ways but you also give back and mm-hmm. i love that in 2014 you founded a nonprofit organization called chandler's friends so can you talk to me a little bit about how you got started with that and maybe how people can get involved if it's still something something going? Absolutely. I uh, How did it even get started? I think it started with the idea of a blanket, I believe. Uh, my mom and I started making these these blankets um, for for children and and communities that are often underserved. and um, because it was something at that time, it was, it was not overly complex, not, I think, you know, people think of giving back, they think, oh, it's, it's time consuming, or it could be expensive. Uh, it really, really can be so simple. Um, and so it, it started with us making blankets and, um, and I, I loved, I, I selfishly, I have to admit, I love the feeling of, of being able to give back and, and help someone else and put a smile on someone else's face. And so uh, I we turned it into an organization, Chandler's Friends. And the idea behind that name was that I would call upon my own friends in my personal life um, to help me and uh, make friends with these people that we were helping. So it's, it's you know, all of Chandler's friends, um, all in one place, you know, uh, <laughs> all doing good and, and putting smiles on, on people's faces. That almost rhymed. <laughs> we can make a song. Yeah, right. I should. <laughs> um, but yeah, but through the years, it was something that I, I, I it was very close and, and near and dear to my heart. And I worked with several different organizations to to grow and and partner with. And um, it really, I think the I don't want to say height of it because it's still going. But but I think what really um, got the wheels turning um, was this this wonderful event that we started to put on, which is. Chandler's friends uh, toy drive. And um, so I've held several of these events uh, over the holiday seasons. Uh, and basically all my friends come to one place, they donate toys, we all wrap together. Um, it's a beautiful uh, event. And and then we go and donate these toys. And, um, and so then I actually could talk more about this because I had a couple other programs that were just in the works before the pandemic hit. Uh, and so those programs are being worked on currently. <laughs> um, but but yeah, just kind of reworking things and and re-gearing up after you know, post world shutdown. Um Panini, yeah. Yeah, post post parallelogram. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, but but it's it's something that's very important to me. And um, I think I always had a propensity for philanthropy. I think going back to my upbringing, as we were talking about um, kindness and giving back and and helping others, uh, giving a hand to others was always something that was 
instilled in me from a very young age. And so it's something I absolutely am still working on and um, I can't wait for the future of it. And I will absolutely keep people updated on it. Yes, uh, yes. We through can... socials and things. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, we can hopefully talk about that. We'll have other exciting things down the line. Mm -hmm. But I, I think what's cool about that is that you're creating a community because people aren't just donating checks, but they're becoming friends with each other. And it really is all your friends, you know, coming together and also making friends. So I Totally. I, that. I think that's totally, beautiful. totally. It's, it's, as we were saying, it's, you know, it's a state of being. And when you create that community yes. and you're around it, it's, it just inspires you to, to, to keep on giving. <laughs> well, I'm hoping we're about to inspire you really quickly because I want to be respectful of your time, but we do have a surprise game if you're down <gasps> to play. I love games. You know, I well, we spoke about this. I'm very competitive. So I love I know, games. I know. Well, get, well, listen, I mean, this one, it's, it's not much of a game. I mean, it's a, you'll see what it is. It's called the okay. compliment game. And basically, I reached out to someone in your life for a compliment or a loving statement about you. And I'm going to read it to you. And then you have to guess who said it. Everyone's beautiful in their own way. It's the compliment game on the AOK. Okay. It's the compliment. 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 Game. Bump. <laughs> I started sweating. I've, I've been oh, sweating the no. whole time. So welcome. Welcome to the party. Oh, and I was just talking about how good I had gotten that taking compliments. Okay, now you're putting it to the test already. All right, let's go. I mean, the nice thing is, is that only I will get to see you cringe because, you know, this is audio. So don't right. worry if, if you do cringe. But I will say this is a sweet one. I try to get people to embed little hints in it. So I, I think you're going to know who this is. But if you don't, you can ask me some yes or no questions. I don't really know anything, but I'll, I'll try to help you. Okay. And then we'll say you get like three guesses. And I, okay. I don't know. People get mad if there's no rules. I played this once in the beginning and there was no rules. And the person was like, can you, uh, sir, ma'am, like, please help me. No, no, no. Um, okay. <laughs> no, I like the rules because then it makes it a real game and it's something yeah. I have to win now. Okay. okay Hit me good. with yeah. it. Jeopardy theme song. There's music playing. This is, it's a heartbeat. Okay. Here's, this is your quote. She's number two on the call sheet, but number one in my heart. Chandler is a powerful force of intelligence and talent. She is the purest form of kindness and as sweet as those apple cider donuts from the haunted hayride. Wait, okay, I have two guesses. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, wait. Is it Maya? No. Is it Carson Rowland? It's Carson Rowland! <laughs> you won! <laughs> okay, and look I, outside I, your window for a brand new car. No, I'm just kidding. Whoa, you got me a Tesla. <laughs> well, because car, Carson, I don't know. Yeah, that uh, No, that's funny. Um, oh, my goodness. So I had two guesses because me, Maya, and Carson <laughs> went to the Haunted Hayride together. And so, um, yeah, Carson, man. Oh, I love him. He's such, such an incredible uh, we literally, I call him, I mean, I, I don't know who started this. I like to think I started it. I don't think I started it, but I kept it going. Um, we call him America's sweetheart. Yeah, right. <laughs> we call him America's sweetheart because he is such a sweetheart. He's like, he's, I, I just wish I could hug him. He's amazing. I miss him. <laughs> he is such a sweet guy. And he's, this is like the second or third time he's sent a compliment for me about a guest. So then I think his, his publicist was finally like, can he come on the show? <laughs> and I was like, yes, yeah. please. So maybe I could, what you said is probably fine, but I was going to say, maybe you could return the favor. I could have him guess it. But I think what you, what you said is probably a compliment enough. America's sweetheart. There's a hint in there. All right. Oh, but can I compliment him back? Oh, wait, are you using this? Com yeah. Compliment him back. If okay. You want. Um, well, maybe don't use this because I'm going to talk about it. He'll know it's me. Um, he's <laughs> an incredible human. Not only is he America's sweetheart, but he is uh, such an incredible friend to everyone. Um, such a light and joy to be around um, and, and really like so thoughtful. Actually, the epitome of kindness. That's what I would say about Carson. He is the epitome of car uh, of kindness. Kindness. <laughs> That's high praise. <laughs> yeah, no, truly. Like, uh, and such an, a talented, incredible actor. So uh, nothing, nothing but love for him.
Well, I'm going to bounce all that back to you. And as your mom tell you that you are actually the epitome of kindness. You are so hardworking. You are so talented. You are so good in Pretty Little Liars that I can't stop watching, even though it's probably not the show that's like targeted toward me, but I can't stop and I'm not going to stop. So I appreciate you being here and I got to let you go. But before we do, I would love if you could just leave us with a tangible kindness or wellness tip that you think listeners should incorporate into their lives. Oh, yes. Uh, I'm I'm working on, you know, self-love, self-care. So self-kindness, I would say for me, I I'm a busy person because I love to be busy. But sometimes I don't always respect my own like boundaries when it comes to time and sleep and hydration. Yeah. Um, you know, I do have limitations and even sometimes I don't like to think that I, that I do, I, I know that I do. So I would say something that's been helpful for me is to actually very, be very intentional, uh, with scheduling in time, uh, to set aside, to be present with myself and, and to breathe and, and, you know, just have time for me. If I want to read a book, if I want to stare out the window, if I want to, you know, watch a show. Out the window is the best. Right. It, it truly is. <laughs> Honestly, truthfully, I'm not even joking about that. Cause these yeah. days I'm so like on my screen, my laptop, my phone. Um, it's nice to just look out the window, you know, yeah. uh, be, be in nature, get some fresh air. Uh, but really, yeah, the tangible tip would be schedule some time for that. Even if it's just 10 minutes a day, you know, uh, mm. that's really helped me out a lot. It really makes a difference. We got a tree bathe. I've started to, in the mornings, take my coffee outside and just stand outside drinking my coffee. I mean, if anyone sees yes. me, they're like, this, this dude's really weird, but it's so <laughs> nice. It's such a nice way to start the day. Cause you're just staring and looking at the sky and you know, you're not on your phone. It's a great way to just recenter and, and ground yourself. So I, yes. I, Totally agree. I'm going to start doing that in the morning. <laughs> well, okay, good. Thank you. Give me credit. Everybody at home, I challenge you after listening to this to just take a deep breath. I would love for you to, when you sign off, take a deep breath. We all got to chill out. But it has been so lovely to talk with you. You are just as much a ray of sunshine as I remember in LA. And I'm so glad that we have somebody like you in this industry for people to look up to because not only is this a hot, amazing show, but you know, the people in it, I mean, I can only speak for you. Actually, you are someone that, that we can all follow and, and get inspiration from. And I know that the masses of young adults in America are in a good place that they, ha they have you. So thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm receiving that compliment. Thank you so much. Take it in, take it in. <laughs> and go make your bed, okay? Because I'm your mom and we'll end it there. And uh, <laughs> I don't know where that came from. No, this was so much fun. It's your mom. It. <laughs> Rob is mother. <laughs> Rob mom. Rob mom. Rob mom. I know. Oh, it's Rob. actually, it was so weird. My fiance the other night, like, <laughs> this might be too much information, but she like turned and cuddled up next to me and was like, I love you so much. And I was like, oh, I love you. And then she goes, mom. to do with that <laughs> yes, you should probably just go is it I, I guess i give mom energy maybe that's why it's like they should but let that's, me audition that's for not a bad thing okay Thank having you. maternal energy is honestly one of the best compliments i could give you know that <laughs> that you are looking out for people you are, are you have the forethought you're thinking 10 steps ahead um yeah. and you're and you're just a warm cuddly human so um oh. you should take it as a compliment that's okay, thank you. Mom. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you're like, thanks. <laughs> I'm like, I know your mom, and it's not me. That's so funny. No. Well, thank, thank you. Well, okay. I know you got a lot to do, and I'm, I'm yes. honestly awful about leaving Zooms. So no, I just, I love talking with you. But thank you so much oh. for asking me to do this. By the way, like, I truly, I'm not just saying, I wasn't just saying it for like the listeners. You're truly so lovely, and um, oh. and so as soon as I saw this come through i was like yes 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 so uh, no this was so much fun i hope we get to do it again and uh i feel like it's hard to kind of like vet guests and have people on that are kind but this was so easy because i know that you're actually a kind person so Aww. it was perfect
Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, we will talk again soon. I know it. Um, but great. Until then, be kind to yourself. Be kind. <laughs> Rewind. Congratulations on everything. I can't wait to finish PLL. I'll probably DM you if I'm upset about the ending. Yes. But, um, Let me know yeah. what you think, please. I'm sure it's going to be awesome. Oh, actually, you have to DM. You have to. I want to know all your thoughts. That sounded okay. really mysterious, but I want, I want you is. to tell me. All okay. right, I'll leave it at that. All right, all right. Well, have a good rest of your day. Thank you Bye. so much. Bye. Bye. And now it's time for your kindness tip of the week. That conversation was just so much fun. But you know what's never fun? Waiting waiting in line, waiting for results, waiting to go somewhere. Unfortunately, the arts is filled with a lot of waiting. <laughs> waiting to see if we booked a job or if our project will get the green light. But I think we can actually spin waiting around and make it useful for us. So, your kindness tip of the week is to embrace waiting as an opportunity to get shit done. Or just relax. Actually, you know what, since Chandler is a Disney gal, let's stick with the Disney theme. And we can call it the Disney World Method. In recent years, Disney World has adopted the wonderful strategy of making the lines for their rides entertaining. So instead of just staring into the abyss, willing all of your energy to make the winding line move, Imagineers have designed waiting areas to be fun too. I'm going to try to adopt this notion in life. Instead of waiting for the call that I got the part, which I hope is coming. Ah, my ringtone is on. My ringtone is on. Okay, I think I'm going to use the time and mental energy it takes to wait to take a class or work on other areas of my career. It's like going to the doctor's office and doing work on your phone as you wait in the waiting room instead of just sitting there looking at the door waiting for them to call you in. You know that feeling? It's not fun. I mean, the thing that bums us out about waiting is that it wastes time, right? But that's kind of something that's in our control. Time is precious. And we can avoid wasting it by making waiting an opportunity. If you have a kindness tip that you would love to hear on the show, please email us at artofkindnesspodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. And until next time, please remember, everything's going to be a-okay. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.